0: We want you to get the following. You already know who our guest speaker is. Tonight is Dr. Chaplain Barry Black. Uh, we want you to make sure you're here for this word. It is It is a fulfillment of God's will that Absolutely. he would be the speaker in the wake of what's happening in America right now. Absolutely. He's the chaplain of the United States Senate. So make sure you tell people if you have not been here all week, this is when you need to be here tonight. So do
1: that right now. Share it. Comment. Definitely. Like. Do, do it right now. Absolutely. And I see the numbers are rising. I see it. I see it. Y'all are getting right back on. I see it. I see it. Come on. Y'all jump back on right now. Come on. Jump good, on good. with us. Good to see you all back. Good to see you, Conda. Good to see you guys. Yeah, yeah, you're back. Uh, Me and Pastor Boston are back. Uh, Pastor Boston and I, proper English. Pastor Boston and I are back. Um, Yeah, 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 exactly. So come on, y'all keep coming. I see the numbers rising. Y'all keep coming. Keep making sure that you are sharing, that you are letting folks know. Because, you know, there may be someone who would have been watching the broadcast because they saw the link on your page. And then all of a sudden when it stopped, their attention span may be like, well, it must not be for me. You need to make sure that you go to all your friends all your family that you were invited and let them know that we are restarting the broadcast, that this preacher, there is a preacher who you need to hear. And I'm with you, John, man. If there was ever someone who was appropriate for this moment to speak to us here during QR2, it is Chaplain Barry Black. And so come on, y'all keep coming. I'm going to wait until we get to about 250 in our views um, here on the Facebook side. And then we're going to invite Pastor Chaplain dr barry black into the room um thank you again y- y'all are so faithful let me just say this to you let me say this to the qr family can i say this to y'all y'all are so faithful man that's what i love about y'all y'all are faithful y'all have jumped right back on here you did not miss a beat and you are back here with us thank you what i need you to do right now is making sure that you are sharing the link right now Just what Pastor Boston said, if you've got friends and family, you need to tag them and let them know that they need to log on again. And I know that there will be a powerful word for you. I'm going to invite our production team in the back to bring our speaker into the virtual room. That is none other than Dr. Pastor Chaplin Barry Black. Here is the man of God to give a word to the people of God. Doc, the floor is yours. Oh, Doc. I, I think your is your mic muted again, or man, I, I, man, Pastor Boston, the devil oh, is working. Uh, it's good time.
0: Tell you, we need to press through on this one, Father. In Jesus' name, make
1: this yeah. come through. Yeah, yeah. We, this, we, is, we. this is the word we need tonight. Absolutely. This is absolutely the word that we need. And I believe that's why the enemy is working so hard to make sure that this is not going to be heard because somebody needs to hear this. Uh, man, the, the greater the struggle, uh, the, the greater the victory. So right. if there is such a struggle to get this word out. I believe that there is someone who is going to have victory. And so we're going to continue to work with Dr. Black. Don't worry, we are working with it. I want to say a shout out We're to right. our tech team in the background, doing what they're doing. Uh, Pastor Boston, man, uh, what do you do? Because you are a world-traveled evangelist. What do you do? What, what kind of things do go through your mind when you see what's happening
0: right now? I think, I you know, the enemy knows full well he doesn't have the power to stop us. And so he tries to wear us out like a good boxer who just runs around and tries to wear out his opponent. And I think here, if uh, if we could learn in, in this instance that we're going to press through, you're praying right now, you're asking for a mirror, you're saying, God, I pray that this works through because I need a word. You may be uh, experiencing that feeling where you want to be overwhelmed by the darkness of what's taking place. But there's a brilliant word that God is going to shine through right here. And I know that when it's night and it's dark. Dark time. It seems that the sun couldn't possibly be anywhere to be found. But at the appropriate time, it breaks forth and the dawn rises. And so, I want to encourage you. That's what that's what I do, Pastor D. When I when I face challenges in public evangelism, wherever I am in the world, I uh, tell myself and the people around me, and I talk to heaven. I say, God, I'm not going to give up because I'm already here. And and I believe that, and I claim that, and I think we're we're going to press through on this, and we're going to get
1: through on this. Yeah, man. That's a great word of encouragement for us. And I want to encourage you all right now in the comments, if you would, just let us know that you're praying right now. If you give us that that praying hands emoji right now in the comment section, just let us know that you're praying. Thank you, Keith. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. That's right. That's right. We, we need some praying folk right now, man. Some folk who are going to call on the name of Jesus Christ to help us push through um, this tell forward. yeah, All over, all over. This
0: is yeah. something where you can walk away and say, I was a part of the quarantine revival QR2. I was there and we prayed and God moved and, and uh, you're going to be able to say that you were a part of that because while we had technical difficulties a few nights ago, this is the first time we didn't weren't able to fix it the first try. And so for that reason, we know it's going to be a powerful move of God.
1: And we need this right now, don't we, Pastor? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and again, I I really want to just hone in on what you said before, that if there was ever someone who needed to speak to and who was qualified to speak to us in the season that we're in, it is Chaplain Black. Yeah. He has been through so much and God has advanced him much like a modern day Daniel mm-hmm. in the courts that he's in. And so we we know that there is a word from the Lord that's on his life that is on his lips for us to hear. Sure. And we, sure. we we got to push through. Thank you, everyone. For putting the praying hands emoji, for praying, for letting us know that you're calling on Jesus right now, yeah. Yeah. because we want this word to go out. We want this word to be heard, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. believe it, man. I believe that people all across the world need to hear this word, Pastor Boston. Yeah. They no, thank you. And I mean, to have someone like
0: Chaplain Black, Dr. Black, who has had to pastor on ballistic nuclear submarines, all over the world serving the united states navy now serving the leaders of our country and for those of you that are tuning in from different parts of the world the united states senate will be the equivalent uh, of a of a higher part of our legislative body and so uh the higher court of our legislative body i should say and so what i want to encourage you to understand about this is that he serves in a capacity where he regularly speaks truth to power his parishioners are not doctors and lawyers and and uh handymen and 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 people carpenters his parishioners are the senators of the united states of america and so, for him to bring a word now, it's it's most most significant. And so, I'm encouraging you to continue to pray. I believe that in a, in a few seconds we're going to get a breakthrough on this, and that's that's how we have to talk when we pray about things like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, Damon, I've been it's been a difficult time for me as an African American man coming back to the United States. Mm-hmm. It's a difficult time, but I refuse to be overwhelmed by the darkness. I refuse, and I believe that tonight is going to be the light and the power
1: and the strength that I need for the journey. Absolutely. And man, again, you're just dropping these little nuggets. And I want y'all to know that Pastor Boston and I obviously didn't plan for this, man. This is just something that we're vibing with one another, just waiting to get a word from our tech team that we're good. But man, you said something there about praying through things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Praying through things, man. And we've got to pray in belief is what I took away from that thing. That to, to, to pray and still have doubt is sort of the antithesis, right? Of really prayer. Absolutely. You 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 can't you when you hit the light switch, you believe that the
0: light is gonna come on. And when you pray, you have to believe God is going to move. And so Mm -hmm. I'm thinking even right now, and it's in my heart to say it, I'm gonna say it. There are people who have not yet tuned in who are going to be a part of of it when Dr. Black begins to speak. And it's going to be right on time for them. And some of them are gonna be tide changers. I mean, these are gonna be the kinds of people that needed this because God's gonna
1: use them to help change the tide of what's happening right now. And we need more people in our atmosphere, in our space that are gonna be tide changers, right? How many of y'all even that are watching us right now, how many of y'all wanna be a tide changer? You wanna be known as someone who makes a difference. You're not just sort of a bench warmer. You're not just someone who sits there and just takes, 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 but you are wanting to be the kind of person that changed the tide. Dr. Barry Black, you are here. Can we hear? You can hear me, but we can't hear you. No, I, but I'm really, no. I'm getting really good at reading lips right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're still working on this thing, man. And, and this, again, this is why I love the QR family. I'm looking at the numbers, and y'all are not getting tired. Thank you. Thank you. You're not getting tired. You're not cutting the trip. It tells me that you believe, like Pastor Boston and myself believe, that there is something that Dr. Black, Chaplain Black, Pastor Black needs to say to us. You're sitting here on the edge of your seat. That's right. That's right. Divine anticipation of what God is going to do his manservant tonight so man let's claim that thing Let's claim that thing together that God is going to make this thing work and that as a result, hearts and minds and lives are really gonna be changed. I love that man, John. I'm I'm looking for some tide changers. I'm looking for oh, some
0: yeah, that's what we need. You know, you know, some people want to ride the wave, some people yeah. stand on shore, but what yeah. God needs right now are some tide changers, some people that are gonna stand in the midst of that thing and turn it around and Dr. Black that's consistently done that damon you've done that in your ministry you have always been willing to to speak truth no matter the consequence and i value that about you i look up to you for that and i'm grateful for you i'm gonna tell you this there was a moment in my ministry where i wanted to quit there were a lot of moments i wanted to quit even last week there were a lot of moments okay <laughs> but i pastored a church in south carolina and mm-hmm. this was a one of the church districts that dr black pastored before he went into the navy that mm-hmm. And so I remember the elder of that church came to me and said, "John, pastor, don't give up now because you don't know where your journey will take you." Look mm. at if Dr. Black had given up He would not be where he is now. And so what I want to encourage you, do not give up on QR2 right now, because Mm -hmm. you don't know what this is going to do for your journey. You don't know how this is going to change the tide in your life or the lives of those around you. We've got preachers praying. We've got leaders praying. We've got members all over the world praying. I saw Pastor Austin Humphreys come on. He's praying. I I just praise God. And I I believe that we just need to hold on just a little bit, just a little bit. And we're going to see it turn right now for us tonight.
1: Absolutely, man. And again, you've got to hold on, man. Just hold on because you never know how your story will go, how your journey will go, how things will shift and change. And y'all, please hear us tonight, man. Please hear us tonight because I think that there may be someone who's tuned in. I'm looking again at the numbers. Y'all are still here. They're rising. They're not going down. So I believe that there's someone out there tonight that's tuned in that is really maybe on the edge of giving up. Maybe you feel as though you're about to throw in the towel and you're like, you know, like Pastor John just said, you're being honest and man, feeling like like this Christianity thing isn't really working for you. This is what we want you to know, man. If you just hold on a little longer. If you just hold on a little longer, man, the Bible lets us know that that weeping may endure for a night. But y'all know the next part of the verse says joy comes in the morning. So we've got to celebrate joy coming in the morning and recognize that in order to get to morning, we got to go through the night. There will be some difficulty, there will be some challenges, there will be some obstacles that we have to face, but look, but y'all, if we keep our mind focused on the idea that the morning is coming, we yep. can make it through even the most dark, difficult circumstances that we find ourselves Absolutely. in, and that's facing even something as quote-unquote trivial as the QR2 technical issues. And something as large as the greater race issues that are going on in the world today, y'all. I just want to say this, man. What we're seeing even as a result of this shift that's happening in the United States is you're seeing a solidarity around the world, the likes of which we have not seen, man.
0: We're seeing, I mean, we're seeing we're seeing in some instances larger response in other parts of the world than we're seeing in our major metropolitan areas. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely encouraging. I've had calls from Australia and Germany, right. the UK, South Africa, and not just me. I'm saying in person in my personal life, but also I've seen the overwhelming response in these places. Did you see the streets of Paris?
1: It was yes. yes. Yes, I absolutely saw that. I absolutely saw that and I was amazed. I was also amazed at some of the visuals that I saw of Australia, y'all. So I just want you to know. Damon,
0: Dr. Black, the tech, this is going to happen. Dr. Black, the tech team is calling you right now. They're calling you. So they need you to answer and they're going to plug you in via your mobile device. And so, um, so Dr. Black, they wanted us to relay that message to you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do it, Doc. Because again, I we still believe that there is a word that needs to be heard um, tonight. That y'all, y'all, y'all didn't stay on here. See, look at this. The numbers have gone up, man. Y'all didn't stay on here just to see myself and Pastor Boston just. Talk Somebody said I'm coming
0: to get a change. Somebody yeah. said I need a word. Yeah. CNN can't do it. Fox can't do
1: it. Yeah. Well, God's word is gonna do it tonight. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, man. And that's you know. I, it's like really amazing when we get to a point in our lives when we realize that all the things that we had thought were going to give us a change. All yes. the things that yes. we had tried for years upon years, we've been there, done that. We get to a point where we realize you. that, man, actually, the one thing that I've been searching for has always been there with me through the entire time, and that is Jesus Christ. That's and so, y'all, you know, the thing that we need right now mm-hmm. is the Lord. We need, yes. I like that, Nancy, we need a word from the Lord. That's right. And that's, that's why y'all is. are here. We yeah. need a word. Yeah. We need a word in these troublesome seasons. We yeah. need a word. We need a word in these COVID seasons. We need a word. We need a right. word in these racially tense seasons. We need a word. Y'all, as right. a result of us needing that word,
0: No, as a matter of fact, I want to tell you, if you are a mother and you have an African-American child, a male, if you've got a brother or a sister, if you are not African-American and you're trying to figure this out, I want you to share this right now in faith we're going to come together. It's going to happen. Dr. Black is going to be with us, be with us in just a few moments. I want you to share this with everybody in your network. Maybe someone that doesn't sympathize with the African-American experience. Maybe someone that believes the prophetic identity of the Advent movement is separate or divorced from the Mm -hmm. oppression that we face in America. Maybe they believe that. And I want to encourage you to share this with them. And I'll tell you why, because our preacher tonight has been used by God to skirt those lines for almost 35 years that's that's how God has used him to skirt those lines and so I want to encourage you to, uh, to share. And there's some, I believe there's some young brothers and young sisters right now and the darkness is creeping in around them and they feel like they're going to have to do something that they don't really want to do. And they're looking for an answer. You're needing to share this with them right now so Mm -hmm. that they can have that hand reached out to them to pull them out of that and give them another, another opportunity. And I believe this is where it's going to, where it's going to
1: change, where it's going to be straightened out absolutely and you know when we have opportunities like this and again that's why y'all qr family again i love y'all i'm just looking they're killing killing it man they they are here and um man listen some of y'all know right when you go to something that's not that's not spiritual you'll sit and wait at the concert no matter how long it is you'll sit and wait at the comedy show no matter how long it is you'll sit and wait at the game no matter how long it is right you'll sit and wait because what you came for yeah, has yeah. not yet come. So, you'll wait. That's right. That's right. So, 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 you'll wait. You'll wait. You'll bring your popcorn, you'll bring your drink, whatever it is. You But you're waiting for the main course. And y'all, um, we are not the main course. The yeah. Lord has brought a man to us tonight who has been through so much and has so much, uh, has such a depth of experience and a wealth of experience to speak to us in this season that I, I just, I just thank y'all. Again, I thank y'all for hanging yeah, for out for sure. this. Good. In course.
0: Uh, Someone said they have a
1: granddaughter
0: who's biracial. I was adopted, but I'm biracial. I grew up in South Florida. I didn't know there were so many Americans in America until I went to Oakwood. And so uh, I believe that these are the types of conversations that Dr. Black will be able to help us navigate from the word of God. He navigates this on a daily basis. How do I talk to my young person? How do I talk to my church? How do I talk to my community? How do I talk to my Caucasian neighbor? Or how do I talk to my African-American coworker these things have to be uh, filtered through the, the, the lens of God's word. And I believe that that's what Dr. Black is especially good at. One of the things I'm really encouraged by is the faith that is manifesting here tonight. Let me tell you why. Because people know that we are delayed right now. They know mm-hmm. that there is a disruption to the service, Pastor Damon. They know it, but they're sharing it anyway. They're tapping mm-hmm. family and friends anyway. It's as almost as if they say, I know it looks like Dr. Black is not going to be able to preach, but I'm going to share it in faith because I know that God is going to do something. And I want to encourage you, keep tagging, keep sharing. It's going to happen. Pastor Damon Hendrickson, even in uh, Bermuda, where he has served so faithfully, I mean, he's inspired so many of us here in the United States with the work that he does in that country. But Damon, you have had opportunities to serve in in different government capacities. Could you unpack what it means and how challenging that
1: could be just in in the world that you have to serve in? Sure. I mean, uh, you know, definitely I would never, ever try to say it's on the level of of our dear chaplain, but I do know that, man, you're trying to navigate between uh, the government and then trying to navigate between other folks' agenda and what you feel called to do and what you feel anointed and appointed to do. Um, it, it, It can get tricky, but I praise God, man, that we, in the season that we were able to that I was appointed in the position I was that we were able to do some things and work with some folks and we had some great people around us who really helped make things who really helped make things grow. Now let me say this, once I left the position it helped me in my everyday kind of pastoring, right? It helped me realize who the connector, who the connecting people were in government and other walks of life that would help us do things that maybe we couldn't necessarily do from a financial standpoint in the local church. And so we began to partner with different people. And when we began to partner with different people, we saw some things grow in the space and the area where I was in. And one of the things, man, I'll say this, y'all, I'll say this to you, anybody out there who's doing ministry, you will never go wrong by giving back to your community. Never never, never. never. If you're saying, man, Pastor Hendrickson, Pastor Boston, how can I take my, my Christian experience, how can I take my ministry to another level, or how can I deepen my commitment? Man, yeah. find a way to give back. Yeah. Whenever you give back in a tangible way, and y'all, it, 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 and I, I don't say this flippantly because on the one hand, you know, this is what we're actually doing during this, you know, quarantine season is to press a button so that you can send some funds to us so we can help other people. Yeah. But man, there is something special about getting off of your seat, as it were, yeah. rolling your sleeves up, and being part of service. I love it, and then, yeah, when, when yeah. you're part of service, it, you know that's to me where you kind of really get to. I'm gonna I don't, I don't say, yeah, I'll say, I like, kind of feel like you're the hands and the feet of Jesus beyond just giving someone a Bible study. Man, there's something powerful on Pastor Boston. When you is. put a bag of groceries in someone's hands. Who didn't right. have any, when you put some gas in someone's tank who didn't know how they were going to get gas, when you give someone a voucher for a laundry right. or just yeah. knock on a senior citizen's yeah. door yeah. and give them a, a, a loaf of bread, man, it, mm-hmm. there's something powerful about serving, man. So that's really what that whole season kind of yeah. taught me, that the best way to kind of grow ministry and grow your people is to engage in actively yeah. serving the community um, outside of the four walls.
0: I remember, you You wouldn't remember this because I, I'm a no But we were in Hamilton, we were in Hamilton and uh, we were talking about your service. And I've served. I was a chaplain for the Columbus Division of Police. I was uh, appointed to be the faith leader for President Barack Obama's My Brother's Keeper Initiative in the Midwest out of Columbus, Ohio. I was a member of the 87 Joint Civilian Orientation Conference with the Pentagon. I traveled with General James Mattis when he was the Secretary of Defense uh, to different installations around the United States. So I've served in that way. But it was something you said, Pastor Damon Hendrickson, that that had an impact on me that stays with me to this day. You said in Hamilton, while we we had we just had some good food in Bermuda and uh, you said that all of this community is my community. I'm not just here to pastor a church. I have to serve everybody here. And, and that stuck with me. But you went on to say, I am especially grateful. This, these are your words. These are your words. You went on to say, I am especially grateful that I have the opportunity to sit at the table. In Mm -hmm. my opinion, that's being the head and not the tail. Dr. Black is at the table. Yes, yes. Dr. Black is at the table, and I think that that is an unprecedented level of leadership in our church and in this movement. And I'm grateful for it. And for those of you that tune in, and let me tell you, I saw four names of four young men, African American young men, and this message is for everybody. It is not just for African Americans. It is for everybody that feels the pain of what we're experiencing in America. Uh, this it's 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 a fulfillment of prophecy from one of our top prophets. This, mm. This preacher would be the equivalent of Isaiah during his time in the sense that he has the ears and hearts of, of the leaders of this country. And one of the things that I think is important for us to walk away, I saw four names of people who have said, I'm ready to give up on the church. I'm mm-hmm. ready to. Give up on the message. I used to believe it, but there's not a lot of activity They keep saying uh, we're going to officially acknowledge this, but they're not taking official action. And I want to for those four of you, each of you, you'll know who you are because I spoke to you. I'm grateful that you're here because that Mm -hmm. means that you've decided not to give up on what God wants to do in your life don't yeah. take things into your own hands dr black is a prime example he did not take his life in his own hands he simply said here am i lord send me pastor damon hendrickson here am i lord send me dr Doggett I sensei when he was teaching at oakwood and building madison mission i'm sure he had detractors and people said it won't work it's a waste of time but he has equipped an entire generation to truth to power. More than a generation, because now I'm teaching at a university. The same, mm-hmm. and so I think that it's uh, it's a powerful statement. I appreciate the, some of the comments that are coming in. I wanna encourage those of you that have not given. I wanna encourage you to give. Uh, yeah. You can see our Cash App uh, handle here, uh, the, the Q Revival, the Q yeah. Revival, same thing for our PayPal. I wanna encourage you to give, because that money doesn't stay at the Quarantine Revival. It yeah. is- immediately goes out and what you give tonight is going to go to help someone in need right now right now and yeah tomorrow yeah. Dr. Doggett and JD will they will share with you the life that you changed and mm-hmm. so you're exercising faith but I also want you to put that into action. I want you to give. I want to encourage you to do that. And, and, and you'll hear
1: how you bless somebody's life tomorrow. Not a name, but yeah. you'll hear how it impacted their life. That's right, man. And, and thank you for bringing that back to our consciousness, right? While we're waiting for uh, our change to come here. Man, thank you for that. Guys, there is someone out there who's really in need. And you all, let me just say this again, QR family, you're faithful, you're staying on the line. And every time throughout the entire QR, QR1 and now QR2, whenever the call has been made specifically to help someone like, like, you know, when JD has got on here and said, man, we've got someone specifically that we need to help. Man, you all have always stepped up by the end of the broadcast. So y'all, you know what? I am claiming in faith right now that by the end of the broadcast. JD and the QR2 team will be able to look at the Cash App account, look at the PayPal account, look on our website and see that the necessary funds have been collected for us to bless this person's situation. When we are in or when people are in a desperate situation, there is no better place than people to come to than it is to the people of God. And if we can't bless desperate people, then man, we need to find some other way to express ourselves because truly, people come from all walks of life and we've got to find ourselves in positions to be sympathetic and to also be willing to help out. And So y'all in this season, while we're waiting, you can take this moment to go to the PayPal account, go to the cash app account, go to our website, Any one of those three ways you can give and do it right now. And again, I am claiming in faith that by the end of our broadcast, we will have the necessary funds that are needed to help fill this need. And tomorrow, you know, um, the the cup will be full and running over. Tomorrow, when Pastor Doggett uh, Jr. and Sr. are on the horn, they'll be able to tell us about your faithfulness. And we're claiming that in faith right now. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah, it'll be just a few moments. Dr. Black will be with us. I'm sure of it. I I have no doubt about it. And uh, as you're giving, as you're finding a way to contribute, you're sharing, you're tagging your friends. What I'd like to do right now is just. Pause for a moment of prayer. You're posting your prayer request right now. I know that we'll do this at the end of our broadcast, but I'm gonna pause and have a word of prayer. And uh one one commentator, I want to welcome some of the greatest uh leaders and 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 people that have really paved the way for preachers around the world, like uh Elder Walter Pearson, who's tuning in right now, and I'm mm-hmm. Pat, uh his wife. I'm grateful for them. But just as I prepare to go into prayer, I'm gonna ask Pastor David, Pastor D to pray for us. I want you to just post your prayer requests. Maybe don't, you don't want to put someone's name, but you want to say my son or my daughter or my uncle or my aunt, my community. There was one pundit, one commentator that said uh, that this could potentially be the bloodiest weekend of protests. And we're going to pray against that. We're going mm-hmm. to pray that something different happened, that the only blood that shed this weekend is that of Jesus Christ yeah. for, for all of his children who are hurting right now. So Pastor D, we're going to pray. And I believe I'm just going to say it. I'm going to I'm going to claim that by the time Pastor D is done praying we will get word that everything's good and Dr. Black is ready to come on. Is that all right with you guys? Are you going to right. have to exercise some faith? We're people of faith. Is that all right? Well, then that's what we're going to do. Pastor D, why don't you pray for God's people? Why don't you ask God to be with those who are protesting for their yes. safety? Be with the police officers who need to exercise wisdom and caution and uh, be with the leaders of this country who are trying to navigate this in the local context, in the state level, and the federal level. And, uh, and then ask, of course, for God to move on the hearts of all of those prayer requests that are being lifted up before him right now there's someone there's someone who is going to leave qr2 you're going to go to your doctor this week and before qr2 is over you're going to send the testimony that because of this prayer tonight cancer was removed from your body by the hand of god and Mm -hmm. so in jesus name you need to be claiming that right now if that's you there's some of you have been waiting for your children to be released from prison And you're you're thinking to yourself how this would this is where they would be serving if they were free right now from prison. But Mm -hmm. right now you don't know it, but their paperwork is coming to the right place and Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit is moving. You're going to testify. That was my son. That was my son. You were talking about being. So, Pastor D, why don't you pray for us? And I'm just going to believe. Because that's all we've got is our faith. I'm Absolutely. going to believe that God's going
1: to come through and we're going to hear this word from Dr. Black. Absolutely. Let's pray, y'all. Let's pray. And even while I'm praying, if you want to, some of you want to continue to type your prayer requests, do that. Do that. Put them out there in the atmosphere. I see silent requests. Uh, I see people, a bunch of silent requests. And someone asking for my son-in-law, my sister-in-law, family for safety. Again, we're, we're going to do all of that. And uh, we're going to pray. And when we pray, we are going to believe in faith. That when I say amen, Dr. Black will be ready to go ahead and deliver this word. Father God. This is what we've come here to do tonight. We believe in faith. Your people have stayed waiting that there is a word that you have for us through your manservant, Dr. Black. We believe in faith that by the time we say amen, he will be ready. And so, Father, there have been prayer requests that have been put out on the chat even right now, God. There are people typing even as I pray, and I'm okay with that. They're typing as I pray. They're typing because they're concerned about family situations. They're typing because they're concerned about the social and civil unrest the rest of the United States of America right now. They're typing because they're concerned Because they've got family members who are out there peacefully protesting. They're typing because they're concerned. Because they've got family members who are part of the police force. They're typing because they're concerned for all that's going on. And they're typing because they're concerned that there are frontline workers who still have to deal with the reality of COVID-19, Lord. There are people who are typing because they are concerned. And we come to you right now, God, because there is no better person to deal with our concerns than in you. And so, Father, I pray that you'll take these concerns, that you'll ease our hearts and our minds, that we'll know that everything is in the hand of God and that your yes. will will be done throughout yes. all of this. And so, Father, we believe in faith and we rebuke the enemy and his spirit in any way he should try yes. to rise up, Lord. Yes. We don't want to leave here thinking or still rather holding on to the things that we ought to be laying at the feet of Jesus. So we lay down our concerns, our cares, our worries, Lord, the distress about the leadership in the United States, Lord, we lay that at your feet. The concern about brutality, we lay that at your feet. The concern for safety of everyone who's out there, we lay that at your feet, Mm -hmm. Lord, the concern... Mm -hmm. That we have for instigators that are out there that are trying to hijack mm-hmm. peaceful protests, mm-hmm. lay mm-hmm. all that at your feet, believing God that you will take these things and take care of it. And so tonight, yes. Lord, we still are here because we have an expectancy of a word from you. That's right. And it's that sense of expectancy that we conclude this prayer, believing that when we conclude that Dr. Black will be ready to deliver yes. this prayer. And yes. so we concluded with expectancy in our heart, believe in our heart, that on the benediction, Dr. Black will yes. be ready, and we are here, our hearts and minds are open to receive the word that you have for us. So bless us, God, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. and amen. 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 In his name, Dr.
0: Barry Black, ladies and gentlemen, by God's grace and in faith.
2: Well, I hope you can hear yes. me now. I don't know. Yes, sir! read the Lord. Well, Pastor D, you have a lot more faith than I do because I thought you were tripping when you were praying like that. But praise God, from whom all blessings flow, that even when there is a faith deficit, God still moves. The house of Mary, during a troubled time when Peter was scheduled for execution, they were praying and the answer knocked on the door and they didn't believe it. So even when we have to say, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief, God still moves in a mighty way. There is a word from the Lord, and our technical difficulties, I believe, came because the devil knows that somebody needs to hear this word, and he was pre- trying to prevent it from happening. But what he meant for evil, God meant for good, because folk who may not have gotten into this challenging and blessed situation, they were able to get and pl- get in and play catch up. Finding a cure for troubled hearts. Uh, on Thursday, I stood in Emancipation Hall with the Democratic Caucus of the United States Senate, the Democrat senators who gathered together for a moment of minutes and 46 seconds of silence to honor uh, George Floyd. I gave a prayer and then Senator Cory Booker came to the microphone and he, uh, he announced that we would have this moment of silence standing there in Emancipation Hall for eight minutes and 46 seconds when i stood there in silence with the other senators for eight minutes and 46 seconds i understood how long that actually is when you're standing in silence and it dawned how long it had to be for george floyd it dawned on me how agonizing that experience, how excruciating that experience. I I did not fully comprehend it. And I must confess that even though I've known the Lord for a very long time, as I stood there, I had a troubled heart. I said, my God, my God, why? As I comprehended what that must have been like in a visceral way, the reality is, So many of us have troubled hearts right now, just trying to get through to talk to you. uh, You get a troubled heart. Lord, is the technology going to win? Lord, what is going on? Lord, uh, the devil is a liar. We're wrestling against principalities and powers. We have troubled hearts. As we see a global health crisis followed by economic challenges, followed by civil unrest, seeing scores of people, thousands of people flooding the streets and wondering about social distancing and wondering about the impact of the pandemic on these people who out of patriotism and love and passion are trying to say, let's form a more perfect union we have troubled hearts we have troubled hearts when when a minister friend of mine uh uh, flying back from new york and feeling a little sluggish and two days later he's in the hospital and two days later he dies from the coronavirus and one of the last things he did before he died was to Try to send a text message to me. The people had to take the phone and punch it, and I got the text message. Last thing that he did, it causes a troubled heart, a troubled heart. And yet, our Savior came to this world to ensure that no matter how chaotic things are, we can find a cure for a troubled heart. Now, God expects us to. Our blessed Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, whatever you're going through, he wants you to know there is a cure for a troubled heart. In fact, Jesus tells us in John 14, 1, let let not your hearts be troubled. In other words, you've got control over this thing. Uh, the external forces that come against you are not enough. You should be in control. I command you, let not your hearts be troubled. Oh, bless his holy name. In in Philippians 4, 6, we have the admonition, have no anxiety about anything. In other words, you've got some control over this thing. And you must learn to find the cure for a troubled heart. Oh, in First Thessalonians chapter four, it talks about dealing with death and disappointment. And the tent maker from Tarsus, the apostle Paul said, I would not have you ignorant concerning those who are asleep that you sorrow, like those who have in other words i don't want to have the same troubled hearts that like those who have no hope even when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death now understand you don't run through the valley and you don't stay in the valley but when you have an untroubled heart because the lord god is with you you can walk through the valley of trouble oh bless the name of jesus christ and so god expects us our savior expects us to have control over our troubled heart moreover he empowers us to have control over our troubled hearts paul and silas in acts chapter 16 should have had troubled hearts. But around midnight, they said, I feel like praising Jesus Christ. And they had such a prayer service that the earth trembled and the chains fell off because they had found a cure for troubled hearts. Paul put it this way in Philippians 4.11. He says, I know how to abound. I know how to abase. Verse 12 in Philippians of Philippians 4, I have learned, hallelujah, in whatever state I'm in to experience contentment, to have an untroubled heart. That's what God wants us to experience. My mom died in 1987 and I became a temporary agnostic. I cried out with The American agnostic Robert Ingersoll, life is a narrow veil between the cold and barren peaks of two eternities. We strive in vain to peer beyond its heights. We cry aloud and the only answer is the echo of our wailing cry. My savior Jesus Christ got me through that predicament, but in 2005 on my birthday, my younger brother died. I was driving to the United States Capitol. My my cell phone rang, and I said, "Oh, look at here! They're giving they're giving the the birthday greetings already." And it wasn't a birthday greeting. It was the the it it, it, it was the informing me that Nick, my dear younger brother, had died suddenly and unexpectedly, and I. I had a troubled heart, but it wasn't like I had when mama died because I had grown in grace, 2 Peter 3.18. I had had a longer experience with the Lord Jesus Christ. I had a deeper experience with the Lord Jesus Christ, and it was not my first rodeo, as my Texas friends would say. And then last year, my sister was Diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Now, we're not supposed to have favorite siblings, but if we tell the truth, we do sometimes. And Kitty transitioned from time into eternity. In 10 days, she went so quickly. But by this time, because of Jesus living inside and because of the Holy Spirit living inside, this beautiful human being who was for 50 years, a Christian educator. She was so popular, they had two memorial services, one in Dallas, Texas, where she lived and one in Baltimore, where she grew up, standing room only, parking lots filled in both places. And I had such an untroubled heart because I know I'm gonna see my kitty again that I was able to deliver the eulogy at both memorial services because I've learned how to take a licking and keep on ticking. And it is because of Bible prophecy that I have been able to do that. <laughs> Our scriptures in Matthew chapter 24. The devil didn't want somebody to hear this one. Beginning with verse 42, our blessed Lord is speaking. He says, watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be ye also ready for in such an hour as ye think not the son of man cometh who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his lord hath made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season the word of god says blessed or happy is that servant whom his lord when he cometh shall find so doing Verily I say unto you that he shall make him ruler. Oh, I got something to look forward to. Ruler over all his goods. But and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming and shall begin to smite his fellow servants and to eat and drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him and in an hour that he is not aware of and shall cut him asunder and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth the devil didn't want somebody to hear this thing i feel the holy ghost up in here hallelujah He didn't want somebody to find this cure for a troubled heart. Now, how do we do it? Let's unpack this powerful passage. If you're going to find a cure for troubled hearts, you need, beloved, to understand that history is going somewhere. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. History is going somewhere. And God through the prophetic books in the Bible, he has let us know where history is going. History is not cyclical. It does not go around and around. History is linear and it is headed for, hallelujah, a destination. Oh, I'm feeling it now. I'm feeling it. I know why, devil, you had to fight this thing. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. I was approached by a senator a number of years ago when I first got to the Senate and he had sat in one of the intelligence briefings that I used to sit in when I was an admiral for six years in the Navy, top secret. And he had learned about weapons of destruction that can eviscerate continents. And it dawned on this senator that it was possible for humanity to literally destroy the planet. And he came to me and he said, Chaplain, do you believe that God will permit human beings to destroy the world? And this was not a very religious senator, but he got religious after he got that briefing about what was possible if a rogue nation got a nuclear weapon. And I said, Senator, aren't you familiar with the prophecy of Daniel chapter 2? He said, no, I'm not, I, don't, I don't even know about the book of Daniel. I said, come to the Thursday Bible study. We're going to have a Bible study on Daniel chapter two and invite some of your friends. The room was packed. And I told the story that I learned at Pine Forge Academy in the 11th grade and learned in in B.J. at Baltimore Junior Academy. I, I praise God for Christian education in the seventh and eighth grade about Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, having a dream. And he was going to kill all the wise men because they couldn't, help him remember the dream. And he said, you, you've been playing me and, and you've been making it up because I'd tell you the dream, but if you really knew uh, at the correct interpretation, you could tell me what I have dreamed and help me remember. And Daniel and his posse, his buddies, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego got together and they asked God for an interpretation and what the dream was. Give us the dream so that we can let Nebuchadnezzar know that you are the one in power. And when they went in, Nebuchadnezzar said, "Can you tell me the dream and uh, what I what the dream was?" And and Daniel said, "King," <laughs> he said, "I can't tell you the dream." The king was startled, but Daniel said, "There is hallelujah! You you got to give." God the credit, and God the glory. And even in these difficult times, you've got to know that he is still in charge. Daniel said, but there is a God in heaven. Mm -hmm. And he reveals his secrets. And you, O King, saw an image. King said, there it is, there it is, there it is. The head was of gold. The, the, The chest was of silver. The belly and thighs were of brass. The feet were of iron, uh, the, 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 the legs were of iron, the feet were of iron mixed with miry clay. King said, there it is, there it is. <laughs> uh, Daniel said, "And let me give you the interpretation of this dream, King, because the dream lets us know that history is going somewhere. King, you are that head of gold. Nebuchadnezzar said, now that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I knew I was the big dog in this thing. But Daniel said, no, 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 you're not going to always be there. History is moving, and even your kingdom will not always be there. Because another kingdom is coming, and we now know, as we have studied history, that was the Medo-Persian kingdom. Darius and Cyrus, and after that, a kingdom of, 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 of brass, inferior we know that as alexander the great and greece alexander the youthful monarch who conquered the world and then ended his life in a stupor of drunken debauchery killed one of his best friends this petulant monarch but after that another kingdom nebuchadnezzar we know that as the iron kingdom of rome it was even called the iron kingdom and gibbon in his decline and fall of the Roman Empire, Talks about it. Oh, I was talking to someone on on uh, yesterday, and he was talking about America has been around for a long time. I said, "My brother, America is a baby." I said, "Rome lasted a thousand years, so we need to understand what is going on." But then, uh, the feet of iron and clay, the dis- the dispersion of Rome into the nations of modern Europe and the iron and the clay will not cleave one to another. And as I'm telling this prophecy, the senators are leaning forward, wondering what is going to happen? What is going to happen? They're excited about this story. And then I tell them about that stone cut out of the mountain, that smites the image and fills the earth. And God, hallelujah, is in charge. The kingdoms of this world become the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ. Oh, bless his holy name, and he shall reign forever and ever. Oh, I know why the devil didn't want you to hear this tonight. Praise God, from whom all blessings flow. And then, you know, when you are uh, a preacher of Ebony Hugh, you got to be a little, uh, a little dramatic. I said uh, the destination toward which... History is moving, is the second coming of Christ. Senators, we are down in the feet of iron and clay, weak and divided, soon to pass away. And the next thing on the agenda, the destination that we're headed for is the second coming of Christ. Oh, the pandemic has startled us. The pandemic was a surprise the the, 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 the things that are happening because of it have depressed and troubled our hearts. But I've stopped by to tell somebody, we have this hope that burns within our hearts, hallelujah, hope in the coming of the Lord. We have this faith which Christ our God imparts, faith in the promises of his word. We believe the time is near. Oh yeah, it won't be long. In fact, we're in the toenails of the image when the nations far and near shall awake and shout and sing hallelujah christ is here that is where history is headed and we need to understand that but there is something else you need to know and that is if you're going to find a cure for a troubled heart remember remember That Paul in 1 Thessalonians 4 said you ought to comfort yourself with the understanding that Jesus is coming soon and the dead in Christ will rise. You need to stop thinking that plenty of time remains. If this pandemic should have awakened you uh, to any reality, it is you know not the hour when you will check out of here. We so often think of the second coming of Christ as the historical coming of Christ, but the reality is when you die, Jesus has come for you. The next thing you will know are the realities of what is coming and the destination toward which history is moving. Stop thinking. You have plenty of time. Second Corinthians 6, 2 Corinthians 6.2 says... <laughs> Behold, now is the accepted hour. If you have not made Jesus your, your personal savior, you need to do that tonight. You need to do that yesterday. Oh, bless his holy name. Hebrews 3.15 says, today, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. I was, I was jogging the other day, and I was wrestling with this whole issue, and the Spirit of God impressed me. He said, Barry? I I don't know why he never calls me Admiral. He never, (laughs) he's not impressed with that little stuff. He said, Barry, he said, the worst thing that can happen is not to die. And I pulled an Arnold from different strokes on him. I said, what you talking about, Lord? The worst thing is not to die. He said, the worst thing is to die unprepared. Oh, my God, my God. The devil does not want you to die prepared. One of the the unintended positive consequences about the coronavirus is God gives us enough time. When those, those people who leave here, he gives them enough time to set their houses in order. Oh, praise his holy name. Just like he sent Isaiah into Hezekiah in Isaiah 38.1. Set your house in order. Fact that we're walking around with masks on and and all of this stuff and social distancing that ought to help us to say it is time to get ready. Behold, now is the accepted hour. 27 years in the military and probably over 100 rides in a helicopter only once was I tardy for a helicopter. Uh, chaplains, Navy chaplains are on helicopters. They call them holy helos going from ship to ship. And all, all of the many, many trips that I've taken, only once was I tardy and missed the flight. 26 years old when it happened, and that flight crashed. And everyone on board was killed except the pilot who was seriously injured. And from that day, I stopped thinking that I had a lot of time. I learned how to obey the mandate in Proverbs chapter 27, verse one, boast not yourself of tomorrow for who knows what a day will bring forth. 26 years old and I miss a helicopter. (laughs) and it crashes and I've been on a lot of other helicopters and on a lot of other planes but I never forgot Barry Black start to live like you're dying because we are I started reading Jonathan Edwards the 18th century theologian philosopher first president of Princeton Man who wrote the powerful sermon Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God. And Jonathan Edwards had written resolutions. And resolution number seven, he's written over 70 of them. You ought to Google Jonathan Edwards' resolutions sometime. Not right now, not right now. And <laughs> resolution seven, Jonathan Edwards says, I resolve never to do anything. I would be afraid to be doing if I knew it were the last hour of my life. My God, my God, my God. In other words, stop thinking you got plenty of time. I resolved never to do, my God, my God, anything I would be afraid to be doing if I knew it were the last hour of my life. Now, i got to be honest with you. There's some television program, perfectly legal, (laughs) but I wouldn't want to be looking at them if I knew it were the last hour of my life. Uh, There's some things that are not sin, but they're weights that are slowing me down, and I wouldn't want to be involved in them if I knew it were the last hour of my life. Stop thinking. My God, my God, you have plenty of time. Then there's one final thing that I want to tell you. If you're going to find a cure for a troubled heart, knowing that we are moving toward daybreak. Focus on faithfulness. (laughs) Focus on faithfulness. Praise God, praise God. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken into. Who then? Verse 45 of Matthew 24. Who then is a faithful and wise servant? Not who then is a good looking, not who then is a successful, not who then is a smart. Focus on faith. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season? Focus on being faithful. My God, my God, my God. I don't know to whom I'm speaking, but there. Some of you out there, you don't appreciate the package that God gave you. You're like the one talent man in the story of Matthew chapter 25. Here's a guy with five talents, here's a guy with two talents and all you've given me is one? Why, if the guy with two talents loses one, he still has 50%. If the guy with five talents loses one, he's, he'll got He has 80%, but if I lose one, I've lost all. Why have you done me this way, God? But the one with five received the commendation, not well done, good and successful servant, but well done, good and faithful servant. My God, my God. 1 Corinthians 4, 2 says it is required of stewards, of servants that they be found faithful. The one with two received the same commendation as the one with five i used to wonder why some people were more successful than i am okay i'd look around me you look at you know people with these mega churches you look at folk every book they they sell is a number one bestseller and i said god what's going on here what's going on what's going on what's going on here my god my god and the holy spirit gave me an epiphany moment about Faithfulness. He said, Barry, he said, in the story of the four soils in Matthew chapter 13, 75% of the seeds miss pay dirt Got to keep on keeping on. Galatians 6 9, do not become weary in well doing, for in due season, praise God, you will reap if you faint not. But he said, when the seed hits pay dirt Some falls among, will fall among the thorns and they will be choked and all. When it hits Peter, it brings forth 30 times as much. Hallelujah. 60 times as much, 100 times as much. But whether you bring forth 30 times as much, 60 times times as much, 100 times as much, it's still good ground. It's still a harvest. It's still a reward for faithfulness. Al Sharpton said something the other day. He said, James Brown was a dear friend of mine. He said, for a while, I wanted to be just like James Brown. He said, then I started working with Jesse Jackson. I tried to be just like Jesse Jackson. I couldn't be like James Brown. I couldn't be like Jesse Jackson. He said, but I decided, hallelujah, to be the best Al Sharpton I could be. In other words, be faithful. When I joined the military, my first <laughs> supervisor used the N-word toward me. This is the man who's going to write my evaluation. Okay? And this is my first duty station. And I hear the N-word behind closed doors. I said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But the Holy Spirit said, focus on faithfulness. And so I decided to try to be the best Barry Black I could be. And in the various areas, that's why I had three master's degrees and two doctorates, because I had so many weak areas, I had to shore them up. And I went to school for each one of them, praise God, to try to be the best that I could be. Focus on faithfulness, being the best that you can be. Imagine what would happen to troubled hearts. If you realize history is headed somewhere and we're not in the head anymore, we're in the toenails of the image. 99% of all Bible prophecy has already been fulfilled. My God, my God. The, 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 the rest of it has to do with the second coming of Christ and the millennium, okay? Of the pre-millennials, post-millennials, but the prophecies have already been fulfilled. 95% of them have already been fulfilled. Oh, praise God. We're in the toenails of the image. History is going somewhere. It won't be long. No more racism, no more tears, no more anguish. What would happen if each of you focused on being faithful? being reliable, being dependable, honoring the God who is able to keep you from falling. Oh, bless his holy name. What would happen? And I deliberately changed the order around if you would stop thinking you had plenty of time. And like Jonathan Edwards started living like you are dying. If this coronavirus challenge hasn't helped you to start living like you're dying, nothing will. What would happen if you (laughs) would do that? Oh, what a difference it would make. Oh, what a difference it would make. You would discover that for your life, The words of the hymnist would become true if when you've given the best of your service, telling the world that a savior has come, hallelujah. Don't be dismayed if friends don't believe you. Just focus on faithfulness. He'll understand and he'll say, well done. If when you tried and you failed in your trying, your hands sore and scarred from the work you've begun. Ah, oh, just take up your cross and run swiftly to meet your Savior. He'll understand and he'll say well done. Uh, anticipating that well done will bring a cure for your troubled heart. And you can... Paul, I... Finish my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a which the Lord, the righteous Judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, ha, but to all those who love this appearing. Who is this righteous Judge, Brother Barrett? He is one who was willing to die in my stead. Lord, have mercy. I'm feeling him now that a soul so unworthy might live. I know why the devil didn't want you to hear this. And the path to the cross, he was willing to tread all the sins of my life to forgive. Uh, I get a warm glow all over when I know that a boy from the hood who had to airbrush his autobiography from the hood to the hill, just to make it palatable to polite society can say about my sins, they are nailed to the cross. They are nailed to the cross. Oh, that'll cure a troubled heart. Oh, how much he was willing to bear. With that anguish and loss, Jesus went to a cross, and he carried, hallelujah, to his name, my sins with him there. If that doesn't cure a troubled heart, there is no vaccine on the planet. Oh, bless his holy name, the name of Jesus, that will cure that troubled heart. And this is what I want you to do. I want you, my friend, to start making that daily commitment and resolution that Jonathan Edwards made, resolution number seven, resolve to never do anything. My God, my God, my God, never do anything. The devil is a liar. He didn't want you to hear that. Never do anything I would be afraid to be doing. If I knew it were the last hour of my life, not to be saved by works, because it's all about the blood anyhow, trying to be saved by works is like trying to broad jump the Grand Canyon. There's some who jump out farther than others, but we're all going down. But there is a fountain filled with blood. Drawn from Emmanuel's veins. My Savior's just been too good to me. And sinners who plunge beneath that flow lose all their guilty stains. And out of love for Him, I recommit myself, my God, my God, to never do anything I would be afraid to be doing if I knew it were the last hour of my life. For in my Savior, Philippians 4, 13, I am ready for anything, hallelujah. Because of Christ who strengthens me, I've found a cure for a troubled heart. God bless and keep you. Is my prayer.
1: Lord have mercy. Wow, 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 wow. Hmm. Chaplain, we appreciate you so very much for pouring into our collective hearts tonight. And we thank you for that appeal, resolve to never do anything I would be afraid to be doing if I knew it were the last hour of my life. Thank you for that that cure for a troubled heart, man. We, We just so appreciate it. We have... Uh, I, I say, I said it last night. I'll say it again, dare I say a tradition here at the QR that whenever a preacher pours out to us, that we pray for him or her, that they will be refilled in double what they poured out. And so I'm going to ask Pastor Boston at this time if he would pray over you in your life, in your ministry, as you just so eloquently and powerfully poured out to so many of us tonight. Pastor Boston, if you would.
0: Father, we are grateful for this voice and light you have given us in Dr. Barry Black. We are grateful that even though he had to airbrush his autobiography from the hood to the hill to make it palatable for polite society, that, Lord, you have allowed him to bring hope and truth and love and healing for troubled hearts the world over. I ask now that you would continue to cover his children, continue to cover his bride, continue to be a part of his journey in unprecedented ways. And I know it seems unreal to ask you to do even greater things because of all of the great things you've done in his life. But Lord, I want you to do greater things. I pray that you would honor his commitment to follow you wherever you will lead. For all of those that have been touched by his ministry, I pray that the power of your Holy Spirit working in him will be enhanced in the lives of those that he touches. I thank you now for his favor that he has shared with millions of people around the world. I thank you so much that you are going to do exceedingly and abundantly more than he or we could have ever thought or asked. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
1: Amen, amen. Once again, thank you so very much, Chaplain Black, for what you gave to us today. We appreciate it. Thank you so very, very much. Uh, QR family, listen. Listen, I got some news for y'all. You don't have news, you don't have news, you have big news. Big news, yeah, 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 big, big news. First, I want to say, I just want to shout out y'all. You all tarried with us through this entire delay. And as a result, man, of just y'all tarrying with us. First, let me tell you this, that we had, listen to me, y'all we we had record-breaking numbers tonight unreal unreal. in the history of the qr we have never had as many people on live as we did tonight think about that y'all think about that y'all that through the delay that we had more people log on live than we've ever had in the history of the qr let me tell you this our new high you know (laughs) john his one was crazy the high was being set like, every five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. I'm getting a message every five minutes. Our new high is this. Our new high is that. Listen. It was worth it. He had the benediction, or rather, when Chaplain Black finished his message, there were 716 Woo! people tuned in live. Almost double. Almost double. Come on now. Mm. Now, think about this, y'all. So, see, y'all got to get this. When If he had gone live when he was supposed to we would have had a good number it would have been 300 maybe 400 people worth the wait that's nice but the delay Winning in the weight, delivering on, now. the way. On, <laughs> how you want it, but we want it. Yes. 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 Come on, man. The delay, the delay brought us double. Come on, man. Yes. Oh, my Lord. Can y'all oh. just press the heart button, please? Can y'all press the like button? Yes, bedtime. do put the raised hand and Blow it up. Blow it up. And up. And listen, do something to let us know just how God works. Here's some folks who are stressing and fretting about whether or not he was coming. God said, I've got to delay this thing so that some people, man, that can bridge right there. Let me tell you
0: something. I don't care what gets delayed in my life this week. I'm going to wait. Yeah, man. And see what God will do. Yeah, Amen. and it was worth it. That word, man. That comforted my heart. That word, Doctor Barry Black, the chaplain of the United States Senate, first African American appointed to that role, serving his serving his country for 27 years as a Navy chaplain, highest ranking Navy chaplain, and to bring all of that experience and pour into us, man. Praise God, it was worth it and to our QR family for them to be able to not only stay on, but to press through beyond the highest number of attendees in the past. That's unreal, that's a blessing.
1: But wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> there's more, y'all. There's a reason why I'm at the edge of my seat, man. It's not because I want to jump in and cut you off, but there's more, John. Go, go. John, there's more. Go. Now, Y'all remember that we we put out a clarion call, and we do it every every QR and asking for your financial support to help us bless people. Let me get this to you, man. Hey, I, hold I,
0: on, David, David. Hold on. I'm, inter- I'm interrupting you so that everybody can prepare their minds and hearts for this because not only did we have the highest number of attendees tonight, but when Damon was praying, we I said, Dr. Black is going to be ready before this prayer is over. Yes. And we moved in faith together. So yes. we had unprecedented response, unprecedented
1: faith. Now let's see what unprecedented blessing is here now, Pastor. Let me say this to you. Come on, John, man. you setting this thing up. Let me say this to you all, man. You know, every night we ask you all to give so that we can bless someone else. Let me tell you, we made a call out tonight for a very specific thing. Dr. Doggett, before he jumped off, said, listen, there's there's a situation, we'll talk about it tomorrow. They gave me the inside scoop today to share with you. So I'm writing this, this is is a direct, this is the direct email that we got today. Uh, quarantine revival is a complete blessing. I am writing on behalf of a single mom with children suddenly homeless. She is working and, as of tonight, sleeping in her car. She is keeping it moving and was approved for an apartment, but needs help with deposit at with the deposit as soon as possible. The person who wrote this email on behalf of the single of the single mom said, "Listen, my household will contribute." towards it. Please pray and see if the QR family can come through. Y'all, this is what I want you to know. During the delay, not only did more people get on to hear the message, but during the delay, your faithfulness has put us within shouting distance of the amount that we need. We can see it. Now, now, y'all, I'm excited by this because it's y'all's faithfulness. This is what I need some of y'all to do. Some of you still have yet more to give. Come on now. Some of you can really make this happen. So I need you to go to the PayPal account, go to the cash app, go to our website and give, 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 give. You all were so faithful during this that you put us in a position that we can see the goal in sight. We can see it. And let me say this, man, that y'all gave in such an unprecedented manner. And so I believe that there's still some people out there that can still give. Go to one of those three areas our website, the Cash App, PayPal,
0: PayPal website, the QR Revival, the Q Revival, the Q Revival, the Q Revival. And listen, Damon, tonight, As you were praying when we said that god would come through and dr black would come the q revival cash app paypal you're doing that so you saw a blessing okay Mm -hmm. you saw a miracle because you saw dr black come in when he could not as we were praying everything worked out you Mm -hmm. saw a miracle then Dr. Black is a miracle to come from where he was to where he has. He is a miracle. But now this is the most powerful thing you get to be a miracle. Someone has a tremendous, you saw a miracle tonight. You heard a miracle tonight. Now, if you give the Q Revival Cash App, I've already given, my wife and I have given the Q Revival on uh, PayPal. Go to the website, theqrevival.com. Now you saw a miracle. You heard a miracle in Dr. Yep. Black. Now you be a miracle.
1: Yes, sir. Listen, uh, Q, Q family, Q family, thank you so very much. Uh, we have ended this first week on a high. We have a preacher that'll be with us on tomorrow. Ba, 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 ba. Bermuda representing my president, Dr. Ken Vangis, in the virtual building. He is going to bring a powerful word. We want you to log on tomorrow. We're going to be here. But again, thank you for sharing with us tonight. God bless you. Pastor Boston, thank you so very much for with you, my brother. Good to be with you. I need to come back home soon to Bermuda, you know. Yes, sir, man. When all this is over, man, we're going to set up a field school here, all right? All right, good. <laughs> God bless your family. Thank you for tuning in tonight. We are out. Have a great evening.